Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Joseph Shepard. I am the host of this amazing podcast, Exposed Dragged Out. And this is episode three. It's crazy. Uh, I absolutely love interviewing these queens who went home a little bit too early on RuPaul's Drag Race. Your comments, your ratings, your reviews mean the absolute world to me. I absolutely love reading them, love opening my inbox and seeing what you guys have to say. And remember, if you haven't rated and reviewed already, go over and head on to Apple Podcast, Exposed Dragged Out, leave a little five-star rating, a little review. I may read it on the air. You never know. And with that said, I think it's time to get into episode three. We've been in the U.S. for the first two episodes, and I think it's time to go across the pond to Drag Race Holland, season one, to talk to room service. Today's guest is all the way from an international Drag Race franchise, Holland, to be exact. Please welcome Room Service. How are you doing? Hi. Oh my God. I'm doing amazing, actually. I'm, I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited because back when Holland, the queens were introduced, you were already following me. And I was like, oh my gosh, Miss Room Service. And I was like, all right, we're going to be rooting. I was like, I'm excited. And then I was like, <laughs> not this, not this. Um, <laughs> how, how did you end up uh, figuring out about me? People like to call me a social media queen. And I was a lot on Reddit back in the days. And someone posted your interview with Alaska. And if anyone knows me, I'm obsessed with Alaska. Like, I love that bit so much. So I, of course, took out my headphones. I was like, let me listen to this interview. Let me listen to this a bit. And I want to know anything she says. So, uh, and I, I just, I just loved it. And I was like, let me follow this bitch. Let me, let me see what he does. And I love your work. I absolutely love this. Anyone who gets into, into the deep with drag queens and gives us a platform and does great stuff for us is like, yeah, let me, let me see what you do. And let's get into your drag. When did you actually end up starting uh, doing drag? This is basically such a basic answer, but I always did drag. Like I was the kid who, who loved musicals and theater and always performed with my little neighbor. And we did like shows for all the kids in our neighborhood. And uh, we, yes, we made them pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your candy and chips bags. <laughs> exactly. And they did. Uh, <laughs> I always wanted to be the girl. I always wanted to be the ladies. I always wanted to be the Jasmine. And I let other people be the, uh, be the Aladdin. 
it was so much fun. And I started to collect uh, like all these wigs for our shows and all, there was all party city wigs and, and stuff. And then when, when I discovered like the drag race, I was like, hold up, I think this is what I need to do. And I think I was watching season four when it all clicked for me when I saw Sharon Needles Lock and I was like, oh, this is also a possibility. Ah, hold up. That was the aha moment for me. It was like, oh, this is like sewing. Not that I can sew. Uh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> making God. stuff. It's entertaining. It's creating. It's everything I love put together in a blender. And I was like, let me, let me try this. I think I was like 15 when I, wow. when I started to secretly uh, put on a face in the, in, in the bathroom when my parents went to church. Like, I, I <laughs> wait, that wait, I didn't wait, wait. Find Your out. parents were going to church and you're over there putting on a face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. In the bathroom with my sister's stolen makeup. Oh, oh, it was the greatest time ever. Uh, that actually sounds like it. Like that needs to be a reality show. Like I, I need. I know. Like, right? We need to make it into an actual like spinoff TV show. Now that would be so cute. Your your name room service. Where where did that come from? Well, it's it's a, such a discussion. Is it room? Is it room service? And at this point, I gave up uh, <laughs> because I, I started drag back in the day as room service because I thought everyone needed the last name. And I was like, I'm done with the joke. Let me go with Room. But to answer your question, Room means fame in Dutch. And people always, like from middle school and like elementary school and always, people were always like, that little boy is going to be known one day. And he's always, there's something about this boy that we quite could put our finger on. Yeah, but I think uh, he's going to be famous. And I was like, I'm not going to wait for, for fame to happen. I'm going to become fame. And this is uh, this is what I and so the name happened that way. That's actually really smart too. Like you're like, oh well, you're saying I'm gonna be famous, so my name is going to actually mean fame. So, and I wanted to name that wasn't really a name because back in the day there were a lot of queens, but they were all having these basic names like Miss Glamour Lady. I don't know all these basic as drag, like a random drag queen name generator. You know what I mean? Miss Glamour Lady. And I was like, <laughs> Miss Glamour Lady. <laughs> Miss Glitter Pussy. Um, <laughs> Lady Alcohol Name 5000. I was like, let me pick a name that isn't really a name that sounds kind of futuristic, kind of weird, memorable. And then Room basically became the choice that I made. Oh, I love the fame aspect behind that because, I mean, that is so smart to go ahead and get in your head I like, and start giving yourself your own props. Because I think, you know, too many times you see people on Drag Race who come in and you're they're just underconfident. But if you go in with that gist and with that confidence already right off the bat, then like your, your drag persona is already made up. When you heard about the auditions for Holland, like what was um, going through your head at the time? Like, was it something that you actually wanted to do? Was it something that you were inspired to do by another queen? Like, when did it come to you that you wanted to do it? Well, I, as I said, I never wanted to do Drag Race because I was like, mm, I, I don't see it happening anytime soon. But then I got a message on Instagram from a casting director and he was like, hi, uh, this is happening. Do you want me to send you an audition for me? I was like, at first I thought it was fake. I was like, who do you think you are? You're just a random gay who looks... <laughs> was, was it Allison? Was it Allison Mosey? Was it Sherry Pie? Was she... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought it was fake. And I sent it to, to my boyfriend. I was like, have you seen, have you seen this? What, what should I think of this? Uh, he was like, that sounds fun. <laughs> so uh, I was like, 
the least thing you can do is send me an audition form and I can see what happens. But I wasn't really, I wasn't really like motivated to be like, oh yes, let me win this season or anything. But then when the audition process started to roll, I was like, oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. And then after the first round, I was like, I'm in, I'm in, yeah. no, I'm in. You, you got that taste and you wanted more. You were like, oh, you're, you're drawing me mm-hmm. in. Yeah, I just had this gut feeling that I, I was going to be cast and I was right. <laughs> you were right. You were right. And, and what, what actually is like the drag scene like, you know, over there? Is it a big scene or a small scene? Because I, I kept hearing that it potentially was a lot smaller than like ours in America. And then I kept wondering to myself, like, how many seasons do we think that you guys could have if there aren't that many queens? Well, you're right. It was the drag scene here was very, very small. And I had the same concern as you. I was like, okay, drag race is fun, but if it's going to be a success, how are you going to do multiple mm-hmm. seasons? Like I could only say like two, maybe three seasons and then done. But now after Drag Race, everyone's starting to pop up. Like there were a lot of people who were makeup enthusiasts and, and, and all. But now everyone is a drag queen. <laughs> and me and my boyfriend are talking like, oh no, there's a new one again. Oh, oh no, we need, we need to step our pussy up. Like, <laughs> what, what now? And they're, they're all like getting younger and younger. Like, oh no. But it's also so much fun. Like, I think it's so fun to see everyone be creative and find their passion. And I'm not being here jealous, waiting for someone to steal my spotlight. No, I don't really care about that. But it's also like so, so fun to see all these new faces and new, new people. Exactly. I mean, you're going to get out of quarantine and everything and everybody's going to be back to normal. And it's just going to be drag queens on the street. <laughs> I know, right? We're getting normal people race. <laughs> normal people race. May the best regular win. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. That'd actually be a pretty funny TV show. <laughs> regular people race. You actually, you know, you get on Drag Race. Um, you walk into the workroom. You have your little room service thing you're like pushing that in there you go with the whole play on it how many were there three languages spoken in holland everyone speaks dutch uh in their own way (laughs) but but they're we're all speaking dutch yeah Uh, but a lot of people say like how is the english there because if you watch drag race holland a lot of people there are english sentences Mm -hmm. sentences put uh being put in everywhere but that's just the way we speak we like to put an international flair over it. <laughs> I love that. So, so it wasn't a producer being like, all right, now this line, you must speak in English. Oh, no, it's all us. We're just gay and we like, we like gay slang. <laughs> I, I noticed like some words because I took German for like five years. So there are similarities mm-hmm. in some of the things that yeah. you guys said. And I would be like so excited, like watching and like, oh, I understand. And then I'd be like, no, not anymore. Yes, again, not anymore. <laughs> Not, not really. <laughs> I know it's very, it's very similar to German. You're right. But the one thing that concerned me was like, we of course watched Drag Race. We watched it at the office from the producers. But then when I watched it at home with subtitles, I was like, these are things we never said. Like the subtitles were really bad. Uh, so I'm like, I don't know how the international audience found their way of seeing everything, but there are a lot of mistakes there. So I hope they fix that for the next season. I want to get into your season of a drag race. You walked into that room, like I said. Did you know any of those girls before? I knew everyone from social media. And uh, everyone knew me from mm-hmm. social media, even though they didn't make it seem like it. But uh, I only met a madness in person. 
Okay. But other than that, I I hadn't met anyone. Actually, I was very new to the. I wasn't new to the drag scene, but like you know, to the to meet the girls and like get out there because I never really did that. So in that aspect, I didn't really know know anyone, but I knew who everyone was and I knew their faces and their strengths and what they were up to. You were more of a social media queen before your time on the show. So, and I also think I remember you saying that when you the lip sync was the first time that you had like performed a lip sync, right? Yes, it was the first time. Wow. Did you feel any judgment from that and like not being like a scene queen? Yeah, because they didn't cut it in the episode, but when I walked into a workroom, it was one of the first things that was talked about. It's like, hi, room, you don't perform. Tell us about it. I was like, oh no. It was like so much pressure. I was like, oh no. And I knew there would be, of course, drag race. And it was, they wanted to have that moment anyway that I would perform. So it, it felt a little bit uh, of pressure, but I was, I was also, didn't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, it doesn't matter if I'm good or bad. I never did it. So I can only win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like your first time. It's only up from there. So, you know, right. One thing that I, I do really want to know is that there have been a lot of articles recently about how the cost of drag race is going up. It's getting exponentially, you know, more and more expensive to be on the show because people are doing these, you know, m- crazy elaborate outfits and now designers are getting into play. Is it an expensive process? Was it an expensive process for you? Yes, it was. We were very lucky that the production was like, uh, we want this season to be great. So we uh, financially help you out a little bit, but of course with drag queens, it's never enough. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it still was expensive. And I'm not really the kind of person who's like, wants expensive costumes and wants to be the most glamorous version of themselves. I like to be a little bit of raw, and a little bit of punk and like to show a few mistakes. That's, that's what drag was always for me. So. As you said, like the cost of drag is going up and up. And it was like, like the finale looks from season 13. I was like, oh my God, these are like next level costumes. This isn't even drag anymore. I don't know what this is. This is like ethereal. I was like, that's, that's the cost of my car. I was, I was like, I was like, give it to me. I can buy a house. <laughs> and then, and then it was like one after the other, after the other. And I was like, okay, wait, wait, it's, it's a three look ball. Plus all of your lovely reveal outfits. I was like. Only the finale was probably more expensive than anything I have on my bank account. That was more money than I'll ever make in my life. That that was yes. That was insane. But again, I think, especially for the American girls, it will pay back. Mm-hmm. So I think they're lucky in, in that way that it because I think the industry is a little bit bigger there, well, a lot bigger. There's there's no doubt, and of course they want they need to impress. It, uh, more and more and more because that's what drag race is looking for. That that's just job you have to. That's what you say yes yes for. So it's it's really great to see that everyone is improving. But it's always it's also a little bit concerning me. Like what's next? You know, yeah. <laughs> is someone going to wear the Eiffel Tower? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's that's what I was thinking when I was watching the finale because I thought in my head because they were all Britney lip syncs and I was like. I feel like none of you should have put on any of these reveal outfits. You guys knew it was going to be a Britney song. Just wear a bodysuit, like a sparkly bodysuit with a wig and dance your ass off. Like, that's all I wanted. And I was like, are we just going to stand here and I'm going to wait for a reveal next? Yeah, the lip syncs are kind of becoming the reveal shows. I'm I'm bored of it. I'm not really a fan of lip syncs in the first place. But if a lip sync is done well, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. But now it's just like reveal after reveal after reveal. I'm like, okay... We get it. Yep. 
See, the, the one thing I want to see is someone reveal the same outfit four times. Like, yes, do that. Work. Someone for season 14. Please go and do that. Season 14. I, I actually would love that. I think that would be so creative. I've also always wanted the opposite. I've wanted somebody to start with like nothing on and then they make their outfit as they're putting it on. I think that would oh be different. Oh my God. I'm stealing that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> like, I'm like, I think that that would be That's so actually cool. really great. Yeah. The only one who, who did reveals well was that one band of like creme lip sync where she did like the evolution. Have you seen that? She did like, she started as a little, little uh, a fish turned into a frog, turned into like, I don't know, into a monkey, into a gorgeous. No, I need to look that lady. up. Lady, you really, it's one of my favorite drag performances ever. It's so great. Uh, I, I I love things that are like that or that tell a story that aren't just like here's a firework mm-hmm. that's coming out of my ass crack like I'm like let's let's <laughs> dead butterflies <laughs> dead butterflies oh my gosh I was in the finale theater for that oh you were there yeah I was there and oh my god I was so confused because to an eye like where we were you can't really see that much because like you know the theater's so big and. She was just standing there and I was like, what is going on? And then she pulled off her boob and I was like, okay, like maybe like some sparks or something's going to come out. And then I was like, yeah, oh, nothing came out. And then she did like the other one. And then she like did her little watch. And I was so confused. Then they like stopped afterwards and you just see all of these dead butterflies everywhere. There's things flying. They were flying into the lights and like going. I was like, this is like animal cruelty. God. Also, poor Asia. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that would have been the sickest reveal ever. But like, yeah. mm. maybe it should have been like a mm. pigeon or like a dove. Maybe because then you would have saw it, and then it would have flown out somewhere. <laughs> I can just imagine two pigeons flying out of a chase. <laughs> <laughs> now you're you're on the first episode. You um, end up jumping into that lovely water tank that nobody seemed to be able to get to the bottom of. Was that difficult? It was the most fun and hardest thing to do ever. I have giant hip pads. I'm skinny, so I need to give myself giant hips. But also, those worked as a floating device. So I couldn't go down. I could not go down. And I knew that. So I was like, what am I going to do now? I'm not going to get a great picture anyway. So I'm just going to jump in. I was like, Fletch! Uh, but no, I could not go down. And I remember Fred screaming, go lower, go lower. I was like, do it yourself. <laughs> it did not work. But I loved it. It was so, it's such a great experience. I was like, I want to do it again. Yeah. And those are the challenges that I really miss from the US version, like the actual photo yeah, challenges now. So when that happened, I was like, ah, oh, bringing back the old school. Like, I love yeah. a good photo challenge. I love those. It's one of my favorite drag race traditions ever. Like, please, can we do it every season? I, I, I've i seen their runways. Yes. Give, give us a, a horrible photo shoot. I want to see them, ugly drag queens. Yeah. Yeah. Make them climb <laughs> up the mountain like Canada. Make them go yeah. into the water. Like, do something. I almost felt like I was drowning. I was like, oh, no. You have a runway that is your, uh, the, I guess, the first episode's runway that is all about, like, mm-hmm. a queen. Now, I know that you had the controversy behind this because... You originally were not going to be the evil queen. You were going to be Medusa, right? Yeah. Well, that was the concept. Um, before you go on Drag Race, you get a very specific description of the runways. It's very specific. It's like, this is what you need to do. And then you talk with production. 
and they also give you some tips on what they expect you to do for that runway. And it was like a personal queen. They gave, for example, like Lady Gaga, Madonna, or like a literal queen. It was like, okay, this is like a person that inspires you. And for me, that's Medusa because I love the story of Medusa. Uh, but Drag Race doesn't work that way because you can judge on different things. That's totally okay, and I don't need to fight that, but I was a little bit confused by that. So I really wanted to do that, and I, I had basically a lot of the costume ready, but they, they were like, no, you can't do it. So I was like, fine, let me try a different thing. And also, Medusa wasn't the only option I had. I also wanted to do like the first Queen of Holland, which is like this giant dress and this big wig. Should have done that. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I was underprepared for that runway. And I'm not saying that, oh, I should have stayed, blah, blah, blah. And if that dress, uh, if I wore the Medusa costume or not, I would have probably also gone home. That's not, the, not important at all. But I was a little bit weird. Out, like, why are you not allowing me to wear what I want to wear? I'd rather be judged on something that I chose than that you forced me to do. If you know what I mean. Yeah, and I think also... It, the concept of queen was very interesting to me because, you know, if Medusa is not a real queen, then how is Freddie Mercury a real queen? Like, that's kind of like what went through my head. Like, that's a little peculiar. Yeah, that was a little bit weird to me as well, especially because I didn't know what everyone else was going to wear. And then uh, I saw everyone walk on the run and was like, hold up, a bee? Hold up, Diana Ross? I was like, huh? How, how am I not allowed to wear my costume but is this going on it, at the time i was like very uh, confused now i'm like okay well, i don't care it's drag race but it was a very weird moment for me i was like dun, dun, dun. it would have been so funny if like you were you know backstage and you saw all the other queens costumes and every single one of them was not a queen and you were the only <laughs> queen and you're like what, what why is everyone wearing on? green <laughs> i thought it was queen <laughs> Looking at your time on Drag Race, did you actually enjoy yourself? Like, did you have a good time before, you know, going home? Yes and no, because I was very in my head. I was seeing the reality TV show aspect of it. And that's why I didn't really enjoy it, which is stupid because I knew what I was signing up for. But in my head, I was like, oh, production is doing this. Oh, uh, they're manipulating this story and they're trying to produce this story. I was like very in my head with that. And I was like, when I got home, I was like, that's so stupid. I should have just got in there and enjoyed it because that's what my intention was from the first place. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't care if I win. I just want to have a great time, enjoy, make great television and do my job. But like, at the same time, I really enjoyed it because it's really, well, we don't know, but once in a lifetime experience. And it's like this really weird pink dream that you really can't explain to anyone else that hasn't been there yet, you know? To quote your your favorite drag queen, Alaska said the exact same thing. She was like, you know, season five, I, she was like, I was way too in my head and kept thinking about everything else. She was like, but by the time All Stars got there, I realized I just need to have fun with it. Yeah, that, that really is the mindset you should have. It's like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And I know that at, at the, the time, I was also really not ready for Drag Race. I was really, see, Drag Race is searching for a specific thing, and that's, glamour, polish, and perfect costumes. And at the time, I didn't want to do that. That's not what my drag was. You have like um, comedy queens, you have look queens, pageant queens. You, when you watch Drag Race, you kind of like 
people fall into a mold. And then normally what happens is that when you do go home first, America, or not America, I guess the world, I guess now, um, doesn't get to see fully who you are as a queen. And I, I would like to give you that opportunity to, what type of queen do you identify as? Uh, that's such a great question. Like, I, I always say, like, I'm a social media personality because that's my personal gallery. That's just the thing I do. I love working with brands. I love doing photo shoots. I love being my own little model and use Instagram as my own little magazine. That doesn't mean that I never want to perform, but I see myself more as a, a visual artist, I think, and more of a, of a I don't know. It's just, I, I just like creating characters and looks. And for me, it's not really about all the things that you should be in Jack. I don't want to be a category. I don't want all that. I just want to uh, express my art. And that just happens to be drag. It's like it's an actual creative process and you get to have all of this time behind it. When you were, you know, creating your costumes and your looks for the season, a lot of them that were not shown, I'm so glad that you put them on Instagram because that's like, that's my favorite thing. My favorite thing is looking at the queen's outfits who already went home because it's like, oh, like, oh, that's what you had for us. Like, that's what I could have saw. And then... Any queen may have one outfit that wasn't the best, but if that was the runway that ended up happening, then it's like, oh, we don't get to see the rest of everything. How is your process when it comes down to um, crafting uh, costumes and stuff? I just like to collect stuff and put it all together. Like I love uh, going to thrift stores, but also looking online and then working with designers on certain things and working with brands on then you basically, it's all this big collaboration and then you put your own little twist to it. And I love just being crafty and I love having a great costume. Like I, for Drag Race, I also work with, with a designer. But at the end of the day, it doesn't feel like me. I'm like, there's, my, my twist isn't on it. I don't know. I just love being crafty and that's why I started drag and I should always continue to stay that way. In yeah. You are in the bottom. You have to, you know, perform madonna express yourself mm -hmm. and that was your first time lip syncing like you had said what in the world was that well actually it was what three times total right did you start three times i i don't know where that story came from but it wasn't three times it was like more like one and a half mm -hmm. they started uh the music and i don't i don't really remember what happened i think there was a problem with audio or something or they didn't announce like they were going to start and they were like already putting on the intro and yeah. Megan and me were like, oh, now? Uh, and then they had to start over. But that was the one time I was not in my head. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't really care what's going to happen. Let me just have fun right now. Let me just, I, I don't know if I look like a fool on TV. I've never performed in my life. Well, not on, not on lip sync. Uh, let me just have fun. And I did. I watched it back and I was like, oh my God, I'm horrible. But <laughs> so Megan was making all these kinds of movements and I was like, you go, do you girl? I have no clue what you're doing. I, I really don't care. I'm just focusing on the lip sync. I wasn't really focused on the judges and it was like, hi camera, here I am. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I really didn't care. I just, I just did my thing, what I had to do. And at the time I didn't know. See, when you watch Drag Race, you're like, ah, this girl's going to win. But that, when you're there, you really don't know. You have no clue because you, you don't pay attention to the other girls. But also, I had this, this little, I wanted to do the gap tooth thing. I don't know if, if it ever. Yeah. But it wasn't like a horrible idea because <laughs> you, you can't see it. 
but my entire hand was black <laughs> because I had to throw it on the stage and it was black and the entire floor of the stage was black. Everything was black. Like I, at least I left my mark when I went. <laughs> <laughs> They're still washing it up. It's going to be season two and you're going to still see your mark across the stage. Um, we're going to take a quick little break and we will be back with more of Room. <laughs> Now, Room, I know that it's like, it's depressing to go home first. I, I can only imagine that, you know, you have so many things that you want to show the world. You have challenges that, you know, you wish that you would have done. Is there a particular challenge that you really wish that you could have done? I loved a lot of the challenges uh, because there were mostly improv and acting. I was like, I can, I can do that. that. I cannot perform. Voguing challenge, even though it was a horrible challenge. No dancing for me. But I was like acting, improv, comedy, Snatch Game. I was so excited for Snatch Game. Like, yes. Who, who did you have in mind for Snatch Game? I actually wanted to do Jeffree Star at first, but I wasn't allowed. <laughs> and then I uh, decided to go with uh, Yif Ankh, which is like a very famous uh, sketch show character. It's like this primary school teacher. And... I thought it was such a genius character to do for Jack because she has like these catchphrases and is very known and is like chaotic as hell. And I was like, I, I, I just wanted the chemistry on the panel and just like going back and forth with everyone. And I also wanted to do Miranda Priestly because I love Miranda Ooh, Priestly. Oh, yes. Little Devil Wears Prada. Yes. That's that's always like disappointing just like when you have all of those things ready and you're so excited and uh I I was so excited and then like like you said like I saw your Miranda Priestly like on your Instagram and I was like mm -hmm. oh this would have been so good. What about runways? Did you have anything that you really wished you could have shown on the show? My finale look. I was so excited to do that because uh, I had these giant, literally giant red wings, not knowing that Janie was having, also having giant red wings. Uh, but I was so excited for that because it was very similar to what I actually wore for the, for the girls coming back for the finale, but a lot more elevated because we weren't allowed to do our finale runways. Uh, but also really love my uh, cyborg glam bot look that was uh, I worked together with a designer for that. I was like, oh, this is my first big drag costume. Ooh. <laughs> and I, I felt so, just for the, for, the, for the sake of that, I wanted to wear it. You, you said that you couldn't wear what you wanted for the finale. And if I remember when I talked to Chelsea Boy, it was, it was that they didn't want you guys to wear your finale looks to upstage the other girls. Was yeah. that what it was? That was the, the case. Girl, make it make sense. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. I want to see pretty drag queens. And you know I what? Know. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, if your outfit is better than the top three or whatever, that's on them. And then I should have been there. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know, right? And I, I know that all these girls had like so, so much amazing, so many amazing looks. And I, I really wanted to see them. But I mean, we still all look great though. Yeah. You, look, you guys all looked fabulous. And like, if you... Did they know that it was your finale look? Because you, do you have to like send in pictures? Like how yeah. did they know like, oh, okay. Yeah, you have to that send in sense. like sketches, pictures and talk with production about your concept and they need to confirm everything. And it's an entire uh, process. Oh, 
So you couldn't like come in and have like multiple pieces of things and then like put it together last minute and be like, surprise, surprise. No, but I actually wanted to do that because fun fact, I did have the Medusa costume with me, not really fully ready. And I saw it uh, backstage and was like, should I just, should I just, should I do it? Should I do it? Because like they all have like notes ready of what every queen is going to wear and a theme. I was like, wouldn't it be the greatest gag if I just came out in an entire different outfit? That would have been like the gag. I know. It would have been. And can you imagine if they had said to you like, no, you cannot wear that. And like your response was like, I am. And then like, that's how you were known <laughs> on that walk. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> You were run on the stage. Like, yeah. You can't go on. You're like, I'm just seeing that some walk. Handsome, hands trying to grab me back backstage. <laughs> What was the experience like after being on Drag Race? Like, I know that, you know, if you're in the top, you know, two or three, you know, you can expect gigs and stuff like that to come through. Maybe, you know, like how UK, the girls have been having modeling contracts and things. What was the experience like for you afterwards? Do you think that it helped or if it hurt your career? The experience afterwards, depression. No, just kidding. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think, of course, Drag Race gave me such a great platform and there have been tremendous amounts of things that I did because of it but also going home first really was not in my favor because especially due to uh, COVID uh, a lot of um, gigs happen and then they last minute have to cut stuff or you know have to make decisions and then you are always the first queen who doesn't make the cut at the one hand, I don't really care because I'm like, if an opportunity is supposed to happen for me, it will happen or I will make it happen. But on the other hand, it's like you see all these queens do go on tours and or do all these amazing gigs. And you're like, oh. not that I that I'm, am I unhappy because I, I still do great stuff and I still am booked and busy. But it's, it is a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I mean, especially when that is your career and that's like what you want to go after and your dreams and your goals in life. Yeah. And I think that, you know, going home first, just for some reason, people, when they watch, think that like, oh, that person isn't talented or that person, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't have the same drive. That's why they went home first. But if you look at the show's history, you, the, some of the people that went out first are the most known people. Like, I know, right? Shangela went home first. Vanjie went home first. You know, mm-hmm. like, Pork Chop is still talked about to this day because of every it. Every day, yeah. And, yeah, and it's like, every queen has their own talent. And it's like, when you go home first, I always think in my head that, like, you shouldn't have gone home first because you didn't get to show. You got to show one thing, one ounce. Yeah, I agree. I, I would love if Jack Ray's had, like, a non-elimination episode for, for every season, like... The first episode, let's just show all of your talents. Like, not that, not that I love a talent show, uh, but give everyone a, a, an equal chance of, of showing, especially to the audience. Because as you said, people think that I'm bad. <laughs> I'm the worst queen ever because they still think that uh, Evil Queen Runway was horrible. I'm like, yeah, girl, I know. But I do more things than that. Do you believe that you should have gone home first. Yes. Yeah, totally. Really? Why, why do you say that? Because they judged on specific things and I did not fulfill their judgment. So I have to go home first. Doesn't mean that I agree with their opinion. 
And also, if I did not go home first, I would have gone home second because I was not ready. And uh, that's people were like, are, are like, oh, that sounds so insecure. And you should always be like on top of yourself. And no, girl, I'm as confident as I can be. But I just know that, no, it wasn't, it wasn't good. <laughs> I should just have gone home. And that also was not a great lip sync. <laughs> but I think it's funny that you said um, people are always like, you should be confident about that because... That's what my boyfriend always says to me. Like, if I'm not positive about something, he'll be like, you should be confident because confidence just exudes. And I'm like, if it ain't good, I'm not going to say it's good. Like, that, at the end of the confidence. day. Yeah. You're confident it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. No, but like, confident doesn't mean that you should be lying to yourself. Because the outfit wasn't good. I wasn't ready. I wasn't polished enough for the show. And and if he should have won, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it, it's just it wasn't my time. Did you did you say envy shouldn't have won? Did I? No, I didn't. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, too, you just had a dress to win. All of you had different body types, so I was very confused. Is this designer going to sew this out for you? Like a lot of your styles weren't even that type of a dress. I was like, this is. Why not just say a custom-made gown that you can choose that's worth 25 or whatever? Can I tell you a story about that inside tea? Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So the dress actually was not meant for us. I don't know if you know this story. No. It was actually for Beyonce, but she didn't want it. <laughs> um, wait, wait, are you serious? I am that serious. It was oh, meant my for, for her and it was like laying somewhere in a warehouse for days and they just send it back. So so you're saying Envy Peru is wearing a reject Beyonce dress somewhere. I don't I don't think she's wearing a girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't see I don't know if this is true, but this is a story that I've heard from a lot of people and I just assume that it's true because it sounds very logical. <laughs> to me. That sounds extremely <laughs> logical. Who wants it? Who wants it? Do you know what the reasoning was behind you guys not having a monetary prize? I know with UK, it's because of like ads and stuff with the BBC. Is there, do you think it was just a lower budget or what do you think it was? I think it was a lower budget. And I also think they didn't really know if it was going to take off. So they didn't want to spend too much money into it because I know that Videoland has a lot of money. So <laughs> they could have done it. But it's just, I think it's just budgeting reason. I want to play a little game with you. Oh, we are going to games. play Get a Room. Are you ready? Oh my God. Yes, I am ready. Let's go. Oh, I'm going to list off some drag queens who have been on RuPaul's Drag Race. And I need for you to tell me, would you get a room with them for a kiki? Oh my God, don't let my boyfriend hear this. Oh, oh, well, 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 it's totally fine. This is a hypothetical that would never mm -hmm. actually happen. No, no, of course um, not. You should say, let, let's start with you saying like, uh, you can say room service if you would go to a room with them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Chelsea boy. <gasps> room service. Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh, I think that would be, f yeah. Yeah, room service, yeah, room service. Mm -hmm. Latrice Royale. <gasps> Why not? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, you would have the greatest night ever. I, I could say no, it, but I would not want to deny that night. Yeah, 100%.
Abby, oh my God. Yes, that room service. <laughs> oh, I feel like I might have, like, if, if I had that experience, I feel like I might, like, run out. I feel like I might go a little crazy. I mean, but it's also Abby. We were on, on the set the first day, and she was already going through the pitch. We are like, hi, hello, it's me, Abby, oh my God. Um, let me introduce myself. <laughs> uh, what about the new winner, Miss Simone? Oh, yeah, sure. I love, I love me some Simone. Mm-hmm. Mm, Miss Vangie. Sounds like a complete slut. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Everybody. Uh, no, I don't think I can stand that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, you, you had mostly room services, one no. Mm-hmm. And now I need to know if you could replace your going home with another queen and you could have stayed another episode. Who do you think compared to the runways or whatever it was, should have been the next to go. I think, actually, I was expecting to lip sync against Patty, but I'm glad I didn't because, girl, she can't lip sync and she would have totally destroyed me. But I think if, if you look towards runways, I think Megan. Mm-hmm. But I love Megan. She's probably one of my best friends from the show, so don't let her hear this. But uh, I think if you, yeah, in the season, if you compare her to the other girls, I think, She could have gone home the first day. Now, as this is an Exposed Presents, I would love for you to expose one thing that happened while you were shooting that no one knows about. So it could be something, a behind-the-scenes moment, something funny, something sad, something happy, or stressful. Like, is there anything that nobody knows that you want to expose? Uh, yeah. There is actually something really fun and also disappointing that happened because it's the first season of Drag Race. They really did not know what was drag queen friendly lighting. So the light bulbs from the mirror were extremely hot. So I came out of the water tank with my very wet PVC dress, totally plastic. I took off my little, little dress thingy and put it on the bench of the mirror. I was like looking at the girls, waiting for everyone to come in, doing my reality TV show face, everything. And then still I was like, what do I smell? So I look back and I see <gasps> my dress burning. No! <laughs> yes. <laughs> the entire skirt is like a, a giant hole in it. And I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. There was like literally a flame on the light bulb and like plastic everywhere melting. I was, I was like looking to the camera and I was like, um, 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 excuse me, sir, sir. I don't know how they did it, but they, they put out the fire. They did not <laughs> refund my dress. <laughs> but let me say I burned that challenge. <laughs> I believe that the reason now that you went home is because you burned down the workroom. I think that was the reason. <laughs> Girl, I, I didn't want to say it, but I think uh, it's true. My God. <laughs> But also those lights were so hot. Like I was make, getting ready in the mirror and like Envy was sitting next to me. She's like, girl, I'm going to sit next to the table because uh, these lights are too hot. And I was like, no, because I know they, were, they would always do those little mirror talks. So I was like, hmm, let me sit in the mirror and get, get some attention. But when I came back from the runway, sad, eliminated, half depressed, I found most of my makeup melted because those lights were too hot. I was like, hmm, no I want to go home now. Yeah, that is absolutely insane. Yeah. So we were like, for season two, can you please change the light bulbs? <laughs> and, and the horrible uh, fringe, uh, plastic fringe from the entrance. My God, have you seen that? Those, uh, yeah, that was... Mm, 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 mm. Mm. 
some of those things were like pure choices. And also, uh, this isn't to be shady at all. I believe that Fred is probably an amazing drag queen, but maybe it was the lighting. The makeup never looked right. That was frustrating for me. I was like, ah, oh, I feel like it's there, but not there. And I don't know what it mm -hmm. is. Yeah, I'm not the one to judge on what is drag and what isn't. But it felt like if you're the host of Drag Race, it was a little bit mm, minimal. Yeah. <laughs> and sure. I feel like we've, uh, Envy did his makeup for another TV show and he looked absolutely stunning. So he can be great for drag. And I know that Envy will do his makeup for season two. So I'm very excited to mm -hmm. see how, be good. how he will improve. And I also know that he has great connections in fashion. And I yeah. know the person who did his wig. So that's all great. But, um, I, I, I totally feel you on that. I was like, mm. like on one episode, his forehead looked ginormous. Yes. I was like, yes. girl, but I <laughs> pulled down that wig. <laughs> we had a little group chat and I, I facetuned his head to be like this mega mind thing. <laughs> and I was like, hey girl, send. <laughs> so he, he laughed about it and he put it on his Instagram and it was so much fun. That but is so the thing, funny. the thing with Fred is like, he is not a RuPaul. He can laugh about everything. He is in on the joke. He chilled with us mm -hmm. backstage. Uh, but he is a very professional host. That is the fun thing about Fred. It wasn't like, oh, I'm the celebrity and you're the contestant. Yeah. It was like, we're just making a show together. That's the great part about it. I want to learn a little bit more about what's going on with you. Like, what what's to expect for the rest of this year? You're off the show and you know, the lovely pandemic is slowly going away, slowly. But what, what's next for you? Like what, what are your goals, your dreams, your ambitions, anything in the pipeline for 2021? I have a lot of things in the pipeline. <laughs> yes. uh, but that's, that's also what everyone always says and no one ever does anything. The thing is I, I struggle with wanting to do so much that I need to organize my thoughts and creative processes and be like, okay, this first, this, that because I'm one of those creative people that never finishes anything if it's not good enough. I'm not here to be like, to prove myself. I just, that's not what, what Jack for me is about, to be like, ah, I'm working on the biggest next projects in this country and that blah, doing all these tours. I don't really care about that. I just want to have fun. I just want to make art and entertain people. And I did that for like five years and people saw potential in me to get on Jack Race. So if that works, then everything I do works. I I absolutely love that. And I love that, you know, you, you've taken a very positive light to things and you are still chasing your dreams. You didn't let this affect you that negatively from what I have heard from this conversation and from what I've seen. Would you ever go back on for an All-Stars if you were asked? Yes. I don't know if that would be any time in the near future because... Track Race asks a lot of you, and that is like lip syncing, dancing, singing. <laughs> and I'm not really, see, the thing is, I'm great at what I do. And that is doing photo shoots, doing, doing, doing makeup, doing my thing. But I'm not the best yet at Drag Race. So if I want, I would love, love, love to return and be like, hi, you want to improve me? Still the same, but <laughs> if I want to do that, I cannot do that in in this time because I feel like I'm still not ready for Jack Race as it is, but I would love to work to that point. Yeah. I, I totally think you could get to that point too. And then also 
I mean, you were on a year ago, almost a year ago, and I'm pretty sure that the the Queen's costume budget went up like by 50%. So <laughs> I know. I it's so expensive. I I I heard rumors about uh, a a designer here in the Netherlands that works for season two girls and the stuff that was at her place, I was like, oh my goodness, that's not in compared to what we wore. I feel I feel like a I feel like a little, little walking dumpster in the first episode. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much, Room, for being here and dragging out everything, exposing yourself. It was such a great conversation with you. Where can everybody find you on the social medias? It's all at Room Service everywhere. I I, I really want to drop the service part. Please call me Room. But <laughs> you can still find me on Room Service everywhere. I'm the social media queen, so I'm literally everywhere. We have come to the end of our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's Joseph Shepard. And be sure to follow me on all things social at Joseph A. Shepard. That is S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Thank you once again for listening to Exposed Dragged Out. It's a reminder, if you like the show, rate it, review it, subscribe. You can also email me at draggedoutpod at gmail.com. And your questions may be featured on an upcoming episode. Plus, you can also go to thedip.com slash RuPaul's Drag Race to read the full interview that I had with Room Service, including some scalding hot tea that we didn't put in this podcast episode. Use code EXPOSE for 50% off your membership. That's the dip with two Ps.com. Promo code EXPOSED. And be sure to check out other podcasts from The Dip, including Hot Off The Mess with Samantha Bush, their daily pop culture podcast, Pop Chaser, their TV history podcast, TV Watch Repeat, and of course, the Real Housewives podcast, the Slut Pig podcast, and their newest show, I Am The Cute One, America Kate and Ashley Olsen podcast. Thank you guys so much. Until next time, bye.